welcome to a very special edition of the Game Raven Review Podcast. My name is Henry J, and I am joined by pretty much all of our talented writers this week to discuss the world of indie games. Uh, let's run down the list. First of all, we have Brotuzak here with us. What up? How we doing? Brotuzak here. We're about to talk about everything. We are. Uh, for the first time on the podcast, Sam is here. Sam, hello. Hello, everyone out there in the listening world. We have Sarah as well. Hello, hello. We have, who else? Eric is here. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And Taz, of course. hey Uh Puppet is gone this week. Uh, she's busy playing Valheim. So this week, we are going to talk about uh, what we are all playing, and then we are going to get into our spring preview. Indie games, AAA games, we are very excited to see what spring has in store for us we want to share our top picks for upcoming games with you so stick around all right this week we're going to talk about what we are playing there's a lot of things that we are playing because there's a lot of us today so let's start with let's start with sarah what are you playing this week Oh, hello. Um, I've been playing a ton of Animal Crossing. Uh, got back into the grind, fixing up my island. I've also decided to dive into that like Mario bundle that was available on the Switch, and I've been playing a lot of Mario Odyssey. As well as Raveheart has been my indie game of choice lately. Very addicting Final Fantasy-esque in space game. So fun times all around. Final Fantasy in space. Right? Final Fantasy in space. I love it. You have a space suit and everything? Uh, well, you are... I don't want to give it fully away because it is what I'm working on, but you are a security guard for a space princess. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. I like that. Classic Final Fantasy story. Exactly. Uh, Animal Crossing, real quick question about Animal Crossing. Are you trying to get the Hello Kitty stuff? I actually was at Target today trying to hunt down the Amiibo cards because I had intel that it was supposed to be restocked today, and I think I missed it. But yes, they're being scalped. They're being scalped everywhere. They're being scalped hardcore. Cool, cool. Uh, Brotuzak, what are you playing? It just says nose for your first one. (laughs) Dude, I'm it? playing I'm playing so many games right now. This is kind of like throughout maybe two weeks. But I guess I can start off with Nose. So Nose was basically just like a Dark Souls 2 clone, but instead of like faith or magic, your skill is nose. And that's kind of how you, you know, have better potion healing and magic prowess. It's that's all it is. Like Dark Souls 2 clone. That's all it is. You got your role, you got everything that has to do with Dark Souls. You know, your currency that you lose when you die, all that good stuff. It's It was a great game. My only problem with it is that it's a super Japanese port. And so when I download it and then I close the application, I lose my, uh, I lose my save file forever. So I have to re-download it and then open it again and then start from scratch. But it's wow. fine. It's, yeah, it's fine because it's a good game. So that so is nose. Wait, if it's Japanese, it would be no say. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> You're calling it nose this whole time? It's nose. No, it's literally okay. When you're playing the game, 
all the like quote unquote bonfires have like four noses, like human noses. There is oh, a mountain. Okay, okay. There is mountains that are noses. Like you, you get a weapon where you have to ring a bell. That you ring four bells and it lights four torches, and all the bells are noses. And the little, you know, the danglies for the bells are like kind of nose uh, drool, if you will. So, yeah, it's a very uh, peculiar game, but I really enjoyed it. So two more. These I have new monsters and Coromon. They're kind of a like monster capture game. I will not say the P word in front of Taz. Pokemon. Uh, so there are <laughs> kind of like those games. New Monsters is very pre-alpha. I'm excited for that one to kind of get some more footing and groundwork towards it. I think uh, tomorrow, which would be Tuesday, or the next week, uh, she's releasing another route. I'm, I'm in the Discord and talking with the uh, developer. It's just a solo dev. And she's releasing like updates every week, which is really cool. Coromon is kind of the same aspect of a monster capture system, but it's definitely a lot more polished. It's a lot further along than new monsters. And uh, Henry, I think you did play that one for a little bit, but you weren't quite uh, excited as I was about it. No, it was very text heavy in the beginning and it kind of lost me through all of that. Like there's yeah, there a was... lot of explanation up front and I was like, okay. And then it was time to dive into the game and I looked and it was like an hour had gone by and I'm like, I'm pretty tired now. So <laughs> but if you can, and I was on stream and I was like trying to hold everybody's attention. You know what I mean? Like it's kind of yeah. tough to entertain and you gotta uh, get through that play. Yeah. You got to get through that beginning like tutorial area first. And then it kind of picks up a little bit and that's, and what's crazy is that it's like a five-hour demo, so it's almost like a full game, like a full indie game, you know? Yeah, I, I definitely put my endorsement on it. I, I, I enjoyed my time, but yeah, it is a lot of exp explanation up front. Yeah, there's the, the crazy, the, what I'll say just really quick, the craziest thing about Coromon is that a lot of people are really into like Pokemon Nuzlocks, which is like Pokemon hardcore mode. When your whole party dies during a battle, you basically have to restart. It's like the Iron Skull on Halo or something like that. Basically, they give you that mode to play in the game. So you, you can have an easy mode, which is kind of like everything heals after a level up. And like you, I don't think your party members can really die. Um, and then there's normal, which is just basic. You just like first person coming in. You kind of know how to play monster capture type games. Then there's hard, where it's kind of like a soft nuzlocke. And then there's insane, where it's just like... Everything, every time you die, you have to release the, like, the release the Pokemon, or, sorry, the Coromon. I can't, I've been calling them Pokemon the entire time just because I'm stuck on that. But Insane was a crazy thing, and chat was trying to get me to play Insane, and I was like, no, thank you. Uh, we're, we're trying to have fun today. Is the whole Nuzlocke features, is that hard-coded in? Yeah, it is. You can pick to be Insane mode, and you're hard-coded in, hard-coded into a Nuzlocke, which is crazy. I was really excited to see that because I do a little couple Pokemon Crystal Nuzlocks on stream and those are really fun to do. Yeah, I've done a few of those myself and it's always it's kind of a pain. And then there's no like responsibility that gets into like actually releasing the Pokemon. It's like, yeah, nah, I'm just going to not let them die here. Exactly. Yeah, you're just like, I'm going to switch it out and just bring out the, the big boy that's not hurt yet and be able to beat this. And then I can go to a Pokemon Center and be set. Yeah. 
Oh man, we have so much on the list. So Code Vein is kind of my triple A game that I'm playing because I'm a huge Souls-like fan. Code Vein, great anime, weeby Dark Souls. I love it. There's not much to talk about. Everyone probably already knows this game. It's amazing. I'm um, on my like fourth playthrough. I'm kind of doing a boss rush where I don't grind at all. I just am using the weakest weapon that you can have and see it. we'll see where it takes me on that. And then I'm playing Shattered. Uh, I think it's Tale of the Forgotten King. I think Puppet did a little stream of showing that. So my first impression of this game, I was not impressed. I definitely did give it a unrecommended review on Steam. And the developers actually reached out to me after that. And, uh, you know, I felt a little bad. I definitely went, I hopped back in and tried it out again. And I think I got hooked. So I'm like... <laughs> It's kind of funny. There was a couple things. There was, it was just like forced camera angles with the platforming and uh, kind of huge open areas just to have open areas. So I wasn't really excited about that where I'm like kind of traveling for 10 minutes just walking and there's not really any content. And that one I think is being featured on that convention that's coming up that we aren't going to talk about. And then we have... Finally, until, ne until yeah. next week's Un episode. Yes. Until next week. And then we finally, at the end of the last game I'm playing, I'm playing Juice Galaxy. It's a very weird, uh, trippy, I don't even know what kind of game you'd call it, but it definitely did fall under kind of a, what is it called when you use the mouse as a like weapon? You kind of like, your mouse is the weapon, so you can just, swing with the mouse as you're going back and forth and you're a weird little guy it's very trippy like you're on an acid trip the entire game everything is very strange um also definitely a few courage the cowardly dog episodes vibe i was getting from it with weird things you basically turn into a juice vampire juice is love and juice is life in this game and you have to suck the juice from everybody and I really enjoyed this game. I think I pretty much beat it. There's no story. There's no where to go. I don't think there's any really cut scenes. It's just kind of like talking to NPCs. And yeah, so I've been, I've been definitely stacked with indie games and one AAA game. So it's been a blast playing all these games. That is a huge, huge list. Uh, Sam, sounds juicy. Yeah, it sounds yeah, juicy. It was pretty juicy. <laughs> Sam, what are you what are you playing? Not as juicy of a list. Um I've been playing Marvel's Spider-Man Remastered, where you know Peter Parker now looks kind of like a celebrity we all know. Um, and it's really funny because I was playing the game on my PlayStation 4 and then was able to get a PlayStation 5, but that save won't come over. So I restarted everything. Um, and I just fell in love with the game again. I love the combat as someone who enjoyed the Arkham games from 360 days to seeing this one. It's like the combat's the same, but just better. Um, also playing a, I guess you can call it an indie game. Um, it is called Jitsu Squad, where a whole bunch of little cute critters are like ninjas. Um, it's a beat-em-up. I am an old man who enjoys beat-em-ups. I still find them to be fun. Again, there really isn't any story there. It's just pressing buttons and seeing flashy things on the screen. Um, but the people who are doing it, I just really enjoy their art style. It's very colorful. It's very bright. It's very fast-paced and fun. 
um, and they do something with one of the characters that looks kind of like a Marvel character that they might want to change. Because honestly, he says a phrase that is a Wolverine phrase. And I'm like, oh, that's from the old beat em up, like small things like that, that I really enjoy. So that demo that's out there that I'm playing, I mean, it's like maybe two or three minutes through each time, maybe probably longer than that, but I've played it at least seven times so far, but I'm enjoying it. I can't wait for it to come out. When you say beat em up, it's like, like a side scroller, just beat up enemies. And then it's kind of like, go to the next area in the side scroller. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so they, they come from doing, not come from, like their influences are fighting games. So there are some small inputs. So Going forward with your, I guess, punch button will give you an uppercut. Going backwards will give you a dash. Like, there is there is complexity okay. to it versus just, hey, press button to get through the screen. It's like there's 20 enemies on your screen. You need to be dashing around. You can't stay still. You do have special moves that you can use. Um, but do you want to save that for the boss that is eventually coming up? Or do you want to use it for, you know, these skeleton boys who like to throw their brains at you and then somehow get more brains to throw at you? Um, but well, again, like the art style for it is just, it's fun. Like, it's one of those things I saw and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is a good time. Online co-op for players that will eventually be out there. The demo gives you two. Um, like, like the girl bunny, like she, <laughs> I don't know what to really call her. Like, I, I. I give her tune time as her ability, even though I know that's not what it is, because she can quick change into different kind of ninjas. So she has a death scythe, or she's just a random ninja, or kind of, kind of, kind of like Quan, not Quan Chi, who's the one from Mortal Kombat that can change into different people. Soul is mine, that guy. Like basically, she's kind of that, where she can change into different abilities, mind, mind of the inputs that you're doing with her. And so I just played around with her for like 30 minutes and I got the boy like fox or raccoon and he's more traditional guy with sword. I'm like, eh, I'm going back to the girl who is just weird to play with, but also just fun all, all around, man. Have you seen the, the Kunio Kun uh, compilation that came out on Switch not too long ago with like all the River City Ransom games? There's like 18 of them. No, but I would love that. Check it out. It looks crazy. I want to pick it up, but it's a bit too expensive for me right now. But yeah, if you like beat em ups, it's got all of them. And they're all translated too, like for the first time ever. So we're playing like you can play 30 year old beat em up games now <laughs> on your oh, Switch, which is pretty cool. River City Ransom is a fantastic game. It so. is. I loved that Simpsons beat em up game. I spent hundreds of dollars at an arcade playing that game. Oh, yeah. Simpsons Arcade is <laughs> one of the best for sure. Eric. What are you up to this week? What are you playing? Oh, man. Well, this week's been kind of crazy with me outside of, uh, you know, gaming and stuff. So it's been kind of hard to find some games to play. But um, of particular note, I've been playing some games on Xbox Game Pass recently. Uh, Microsoft acquired a little known studio called Bethesda. Oh, yeah, the indie studio. Yeah, yeah, you know, the indie studio. Uh, (laughs) And I recently hopped back into Skyrim because I have not played it in like three years. So I was like, oh, let me check out all these mods that are now available. And I've just been playing the heck out of that when possible, just because I was like, oh, look at all these D&D features I can totally work into. So I actually ported my D&D, my Dungeons and Dragons character, who is known to be traveling from world to world anyways in the backstory. 
is now in the world of Skyrim. So yeah, I give that a shot again. And then because I have been on this huge DBZ kick recently, I just introduced my daughter to Dragon Ball and she's loving everything about it. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to pick up Dragon Ball Z Kakarot and start playing through it again. And I, it was everything that I wanted Dragon Ball sagas to be back in the day. Yeah, I I picked that game up too when it was on sale and I had a pretty good time with it. I didn't beat it. I got like halfway through the Saiyan saga, but it it was it's pretty cool. There's a lot. There's like a lot to do. It's kind of overwhelming at times. But the combat is like really fluid and when you like actually pull off cool stuff, you feel very very neat like when you like defeat an enemy like how it was in the anime or whatever. It feels really good. Oh yeah, get into a beam clash with Vegeta at the end of the Saiyan saga. Oh, Chef's Kiss, it was so good. That's all I really wanted to do. A lot of fan service in that game. It makes me very happy. Also, I just introduced my daughter to Animal Crossing. She like made her own character, and my wife and I have been walking her through like the island that we created at the beginning of the pandemic. So it's been really cool to see her kind of get into that. She can't read quite yet, but she loves talking to the animals. So it's actually really cool to see that. It'll be an awesome way for her to learn how to read. The animal yeah, that and Pokemon baby sure. too. Yeah. <laughs> that is awesome. Uh who who oh Taz, what are you playing? Just Valheim? Uh yeah. Uh still playing Valheim. I finally got I'm fully decked out in silver armor. I got the Drake helmet. I have the Draugr Fang, which is pretty sick. It does like an automatic like poison damage with like just straight up wooden arrows. So uh, or any arrow really. Um, so I, I've conquered the mountain almost. I did die a billion times, but I, I conquered the mountain. So that's that's pretty much all I got going for me right now. Very nice. I was told that we talk about Valheim too much on this podcast. So we'll we'll keep it to a minimum because uh, I think you're the only one that's playing it besides Puppet, of course, who's not who's here. Playing it, who's playing it right now? <laughs> yeah, who's playing it as we're recording and probably cheating. Uh, I'm just trying to stay hyped for the, for the DLC, okay? I'm just, I'm just trying to stay hyped for the updates is kind of what I'm doing. For sure, for sure. Uh, for as for me, the final, last but not least, I'm still playing Octopath Traveler. I'm enjoying playing that while I listen to podcasts and just like knocking out all the side quests has been really fun. And uh, Apex Legends, I'm still playing that with uh, with my boys. And I did a hang loose sign when I said with my boys, by the way, because you have to when you say that sort of thing. Nice. Uh, and I'm getting better. I like killed like four people. And it was pretty rad. I like saved my team. Still haven't won uh, an Apex Legends match, but we've gotten pretty close in the top two a couple of times. And then on stream, I'm finally speaking about monster capturing and all that stuff. I'm finally going to check out Temtem. I'm finally going to drop the 40 bucks on it. I've been waiting forever for it to go on sale. It's never going to go on sale. I might as well just buy it. So I'm going to be playing that. Or I've already played it, actually, by the time this came out. Uh, so check that out. Twitch.tv slash SuperHenry64. <laughs> Shameless plug. Real quick, Shameless back to your plug. Apex Legends stuff. Yes. Did you see that they're adding the Titans from Titanfall into it? No, but I've never played Titanfall, so that doesn't really mean much for me. I'm sorry. Well, so well, so Apex Legends is built at, if anyone has played the Titanfall series, Apex is like a prequel sequel to that. Oh, I see. So, oh, it's the same studio. What does that oh, even mean? It's the same. It's the same studio that did that created it, as well as it's in the same world as Titanfall. 
So they're going to implement like Titans as a potential like power up within the map. And those are like big ass robots, right? Yeah. So right. you right, add big ass robots into any battle royale game, your instantly sales are going to go through the roof, right? Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> or it breaks it. Nobody wants to play it anymore. We'll we'll see. But I am having a, a, a surprisingly good time with that game. Didn't think I would like it, but I enjoy playing with friends. Uh, I think we but... want to know what your KDA is in Apex, though. I oh, I don't know. It's question. awful. It's all. Who? Ca- I'm a 35 year old man almost. <laughs> I do not You're care like about a, KD. A point, point four KDA right now. Yeah. Oh man. There's there's parts where like I just get wrecked and I'm like, why? Why can't I do this anymore? It's like I feel like probably how like a sports player feels when he's like an old man and he, like can't dunk anymore. And it's like I used to be able to do this. I feel like I feel like JJ Redick. There's my basketball reference. I feel like JJ oh Redick God. right now. Um, <laughs> all right. That's. <laughs> let's let's move on that was a ton of games that we were playing this week hopefully you're playing some of those games too and we can uh, chat about it in the game raven review discord which you can find on gameravenreview.com so coming up next our spring preview we're going to talk about more games but this time we're talking about games that haven't come out yet but they're right around the corner stay tuned Welcome to the main segment of the Game Raven Review Podcast. Today we have a bunch of writers here with us, obviously, and we're going to talk about some games on their radars that are dropping this spring. So let's get started. I honestly am not looking forward to too much, so I'm going to take a backseat to all this and just kind of chime in when I can. Uh, we're, let's start with Sarah, because Sarah, you have a ton of games that you're looking forward to, both indie and not, and there's some interesting ones on here. Yeah, all right. I also did not think I had too much coming up. And then I, um, your girl is a Nintendo fangirl and a Square Enix fangirl. So I was just kind of perusing what was coming up. And I actually had a lot more than I realized. Uh, the biggest thing for me is a story of seasons, Pioneers of Olive Town, which literally released, I think, this past weekend. There were some previews on Twitch that they were doing. And if any of you have played the old Harvest Moons, it's now the same developers. It's just under a new name after Harvest Moon was kind of bought out and popularized and like it it didn't keep the classic essence. So it's really exciting to have another classic Harvest Moon game with the same premise coming out. Uh, Rune Factory 5, I'm super duper excited for because that is the joy of those farming sims plus actual fighting and boss fights and not just like mining and all those like little fights that you get. Um, I think it's really. Hold on. I have a cat attacking my microphone. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> I, I wanted to chime in about Rune Factory anyway. Yeah, I've always go, wanted. Go. I've, I've always wanted to play those games. But I was always afraid that it's just such a weird mix of like farming simulator and or farming sim and also, you know, JRPG combat system. I always thought it was so strange, but it, apparently you have a good time with, with Rune Factory. Yeah, I love it. What's really nice, too, is um, my husband plays it and one of my friends actually plays it, too. And there are so many aspects of it, but there is literally no wrong or one way to do it. 
So I, because I love my farming games, I put a lot of energy into actual farming. Uh, my husband just like goes to dungeons all the time and that's what he works on. And my other friend works on like, uh, like advancing their equipment and mining and getting all of those things. So it's really cool because you can still play the full story and get the full experience and just pick out those little spots that you yourself enjoy. So it's really cool and it's nice because you can pick a day to like just lay back and chill and pick some flowers and give them to people or you can defeat a horse god for the 20th time. I always choose the horse god. Yeah, I mean, the horse gods are pretty cool. Uh, Legends of Mana is another one coming up. I'm not sure if it's technically on our release date. Uh, it's coming up in like the end of June, but I am really excited for it. It's a little Square Enix game coming out. It's coming out on my birthday too, so it's going to be a nice birthday present for me. And... Very nice. I played that game yeah. uh, when it first came out. Oh, okay. Yeah. So How long ago was that? 20 years ago. Dang. Okay, so it is the same game. Okay. I just like dating yeah. you, Henry. Yeah. Oh, thanks. It's, yeah, <laughs> they, they remastered it. Um, I remember not liking it as a teen, but then again, uh, what the hell did I know as a teen? So I'm, I'm kind of interested to, to check it out again with all the quality of life upgrades and all that stuff that they're going to do to it. Yeah, it looks like they revamped it a lot because I've heard a lot of people saying the same thing and then they watch the preview and they're like, it looks like it could be promising. Yeah, definitely. That that's, that's, I feel the same way. Yeah. Uh, Garden Stories, another one I've been following. They have no release date, but I'm actually in their Discord and they're talking like it's going to be coming up soon. Um, another cute little your animals farming kind of game. I, I have a little trend to me in case you could not tell and the fun one that i actually just kind of saw like scrolling through is fist fluff it's a physics bait cat arcade fighter so you pick like the cutest cats and you fight them and awesome. yeah i would have never thought of that but it looks adorable like it's adorable smash and i'm very excited for that one of the cat's names is Sausage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right, yeah, I'm the... sold. I wh when's it, where's this game? <laughs> uh it, it's on so actually I have the uh, I have the page up. It's on Switch and it's supposed to come out early 2021. So it might be out very soon. I was like it's early 2021 right now. Yeah, you can give them their own outfits and stuff too. So you can like dress them up in little hats. Or like a little toast. I see like they have a little toast hat so you can have a purebred cat. Like one of those animes where they got the like toast and egg in their mouth and they're like. Yeah. And they're just fighting each other. And they're like, I'm just a regular 14 year old boy going to high school. I'm, I'm always late. late for class. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find the roster because they have funny names, but I don't think they have the roster out. But in one of the screenshots that I've just lost because I am a professional. Uh, you can play with such fighters as Mochi, Abby, Cleo, and Sausage, and Mockin. Wait, they have a Cleo? That's like my favorite cat name. They do. I'm going to wreck y'all with Cleo. Cleo's the black cat. Not against Amazing. my Sausage. Wait. Cleo versus Sausage. <laughs> Whenever this is released, let's go. And you don't fight, you tussle. There's, it's, oh, there's I tussling. see. It's a yes. fist and fluff. 
Yeah. Yes. I I have this uh if I just go over to my partner's house cuz her two cats hate each other so I can just watch this in real life. Ah, you got that VR fist of fluff. Yeah, I got the IRL fist of fluff. <laughs> the, this game looks insane. I'm excited. That's a good pick. That's a great pick. Yeah, it was a fun find. I was like, this sounds like a cool name. Like, what is this? And it, I'm very excited for it now. Uh, let's go with... Uh, who should we go with next? Uh, Eric, you got Pokemon Snap that you're looking forward to. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, yes. Pokemon Snap was like one of my favorite games on Nintendo 64 back in the day. And I, when I played it as a kid, obviously I didn't know all the secret things like knocking a Charmander or a Charmeleon into the freaking lava would turn into Charizard, all that stuff. So I never 100%ed it. Um, but now that's available on Switch for this new version, which holy crap, there's so many freaking Pokemon. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, as well as my daughter is probably going to geek out about it because she wants me to play the Pokemon game. Um, and then next game I'm looking forward to, which complete tonal shift is uh, Resident Evil Village. I was a huge fan of the most recent Resident Evil, um, especially with the VR. And it was such a cool game. And now this new, more mystery, like full on horror vibe. I'm really liking what I've seen so far, um, though I'm. The whole thing about the vampire ladies and everything. I'm not on that train. I'm more like, okay, what other creepy cryptids are they going to throw into this game potentially? I'm just hearing things like, okay, there's a Bigfoot Yeti thing. There's like werewolves and such like that. It looks really sick. So, and one thing I'm really looking forward to is MLB the show finally coming to Xbox, which it's, if you haven't been tracking this, or have a PlayStation, you've been able to play Major League Baseball games for years now. And they've been officially licensed, like, full-on. Meanwhile, everyone on Xbox, I don't think we even get the Backyard Baseball series. So there's been, like, no good, like, baseball games available, which is a bummer because I, like, grew up playing, uh, like, Ken Griffey's... Oh, what was the name of the Ken Griffey game? I'm totally spacing on it right now. Winning Run, Slugfest? Yeah, Slugfest, one of those. I played that in the Super Nintendo and such, and it was amazing then, but then that content just dried up right in my teen years. And yeah, I'm like, how am I supposed to take the uh, the Mariners to the World Series if I can't play it on any console? So, I mean, that's the only way they're getting to the World Series, right? There you go. I was going to make that joke. Thank you for making it for me. Uh, I'm excited for MLB The Show on Xbox because hopefully that means possibly a PC release. Oh. Which yeah, would be that's crazy for, cool. I mean, just the amount of mods. Hopefully there's, I don't know, there's all sorts of potential for the show on PC and it would just look beautiful on a PC. So Yeah, for sure. And then lastly, um, the new Mass Effect like update oh, which yeah. is looks really cool the all the graphics have been updated for mass effect one which i recently like replayed that towards the beginning of the whole covid thing and those graphics do not age well but now with the new like 4k update it's looking pretty slick yeah that's gonna give me i, I played mass effect when it first came out and i wasn't really too into it but i've 
wanted to give it another shot and i'm glad that it's kind of getting a new coat of paint so let's hope that we get a decent sequel instead of <laughs> andromeda yeah i remember that one got like extreme mixed reviews when andromeda came out yeah i mean to the team at bioware's credit they were put on a ridiculous timetable and were also like team members were torn away to go work on anthem and some other games um but it seemed it looks like bioware's trying to write that whole action like the new um, dragon age game was going to be a like a like a games as a service thing and then bioware just was like nope you guys don't have to build it on that it is a single player only game so maybe Bioware's making a uh, course correction there and we're going to get some really good single player stories out of it. Uh, Taz, Biomutant is on your horizon. Uh, yes. Uh, so Biomutant uh, is developed by um, Experiment 101, has a release date of... Uh, it's interesting because the release date will be on May 25th, 2021 for PC, PS4, and Xbox One. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I kind of caught wind of this a while back when it was like, so it's an open world. Kinda, it's, I want to say like has a mix of like hack and slash kind of like Kingdom Hearts, not like, what is it? Hyrule Warriors, not like that, but like a little bit more intense. Combat's very fluid. Um, you get a sword and like a, a like an arsenal of weapons to use. So mix of melee and ranged combat, single player, open world. Um, I have no idea what it's about, you just play as this little rodent thing and there's like classes and like full on character creation as a little rodent um, in a post apocalyptic world, it looks like. Um, but I'm a huge fan for single player uh, open world RPGs like that is my bread and butter. Um, and I feel like I haven't seen a lot of that in the last couple of years. Um, nothing like good anyway. Um, but this seems to kind of t- like take all the things you love uh, and uh, kind of put it out there in a nice giant world, which I do appreciate. So um, I'm I'm looking out for that one. Does it look similar to like a God of War type of game? Um, a little. Yeah, yeah. Think of God of War is like a little bit more linear. So kind of take that away. Combat's okay. very similar. If you like to God of War, Kingdom Hearts and kind of and I'm trying to think of like some kind of run and gun like Doom type situation. You're just kind of shooting stuff. Um, just fast paced kind of open yeah. world okay. yeah because your your character depending on class is like very fast and he, he's a little rodent so he's kind of moving around um, finding giant monsters and mechs and some little kaiju battles here and there so um, it, and like it kind of feels like almost like maybe a little Jack and Daxter little Jack and Daxter 3 action um, okay okay so it kind of has that kind of vibe to it sweet uh, let's see Sam what are you looking forward to so <clears throat> this game by title alone had my attention and it's simply called Turner Boy Commits Tax Evasion. <laughs> um, it is an adorable little turnip that also <laughs> apparently gets a wooden sword and it's a Zelda-like um, kind of game. When you see the trailer for it, it's literally like, hey man, you owe taxes. You want to pay those? And he's kind of like, meh. <laughs> and so he goes around pretty much telling other people to not pay their taxes 
<laughs> or you can pay your taxes if you feel like because this game does have multiple endings like seeing the trailer for it it's just again it's just fun like even their website is they're gonna actually find it again pretty much just says that as their tile tagline we just make bad games like and i'm like oh well at least they're like they're trying like the there's character in all these little characters little mustache turnips and gourds and other little characters that are in this sh- in this game and again you can also pay your taxes if you feel like it um <laughs> there's like different routes you can choose kind of like um oh, what was that game everyone loved a couple of years ago with the skeletons i'm um, the girl that fell into like the demon world undertale am... undertale yeah undertale so it's kind of like that where you have a you have two paths either you can pay your taxes or you don't and then if you don't pay your taxes, you can keep going down this road of telling other people, you ain't got to pay your taxes. Yeah. And the game pretty much modifies it in a Undertale kind of way of like, hey, you're going around, you know, killing people or not. And in this case, you're going around telling people not to pay their taxes and ripping up people's W-2s. And a part of me just, I just love this little character. Like he, he is adorable. And then he gets a sword and I'm like, oh, now he's kind of dangerous. I would just love to to know like how like what is the genesis of this idea for this game like what you know it almost feels like the opposite of animal crossing to me like that was my (laughs) first thought because in that you're selling turnips to like pay off your mortgage whereas this you're a turnip who doesn't want to pay taxes it it feels very much like that chaotic vibe and i love that could you imagine if you Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say you could just imagine just pulling out like a sword and telling Tom Nook, "Like, no, I ain't paying for that house anymore." Like he owes like one hundred and forty thousand dollars, and I'm like, "What did you do? Why do you owe one hundred and forty thousand dollars?" And he just looks so like he looks so cute, like he looks so adorable, and then he has like little lines under his eyes because you know he's a warrior, and he's going around. Having to defeat people because everyone in this world is a vegetarian and oh my gosh, he's a vegetable. And, and I feel like, like oh. one of the bad guys is a pig with a crown yes. on it. If I'm looking at that yes. correctly, so, I'm like, like, okay. Yes. Yes. The you know That's a commentary on, the nose, on society. You know, it's a little on the nose, like, oh the government, they're a bunch of pigs. Mm. And oh, like, man. yeah, okay. I'm here for it. Like it's it's fun. Like it looks cute. It looks like something that I would play and just just be like all the entire time as I murder other vegetables to not pay my taxes. One of the highlight screenshots is an a lemon that's an old man, and the old yes. man his name is Old Man Lemon, and Old Man Lemon says the watering can means so much to me. I really hope no one stole it. It's the only thing I have left from the old lady. How sad is that? Well, it's funny because I was watching the trailer, and you are the thief that took the watering can. Yes. Oh, jeez. Well, oh, that's absolutely. awful. Like, so you're the anti-hero in this tax evasion <laughs> story. But also in a Zelda-like way, I'm coming into your house and I'm taking your things. Good day. Just breaking your pots. Yep, taking all your why, hearts and I need rupees. Because I need your coins. <laughs> yeah, to either um, keep evading or pay my taxes. <laughs> what a game. What? A, what? A, now and, I'm and excited the for this. of that is to actually go around and do good deeds. Right. And to, you know, pay off your taxes, which I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm not doing that. That's that's second playthrough. First playthrough <laughs> is me doing the stabby stab and seeing what happens. 
Um, oh man! But yes, that's I saw that game and just fell in love with it. The second game is the game I've been waiting for since 2019. It is called Death Loop, also by Bethesda. Ooh, um, which I believe is a PlayStation exclusive for the, like the first year or so, and sure, eventually you'll go to PC like it always does. Um, but when I first saw this, again, I am an old man. I enjoy like the 60s kind of style. So when I see the trailer for Death Loop, it instantly reminds me like of Jackie Brown, like the black flirtation kind of movies. And to see the, even the premise for this game, which is you have one shot to beat this game. If you lose or die, you start over. And I'm like, oh, that sounds really cool. Like the whole premise is you have to beat this game straight. If you don't, you lose. And that is extremely refreshing. I like it. Like I like the characters. I like the and your antagonist who pretty much just says, I'm going to kill you the most I can. Again, online co-op. So again, you can play with your friend who is supposed to be the person trying to kill you while you're going through trying to pretty much do the puzzle of how do I kill all these people to get out of this death loop or time loop before again my antagonist comes and pretty much kills me. And being by Bethesda and being the same people who did, is it Dishonored, I believe? Yeah, it was done by Arcane Studios. Yes, Arcane, yes. So people say, some people did Dishonored because when you first see the trailer, you look at it, it's like, wow, this looks just like Dishonored. And then you, you actually, you know, see it's by the same studio. And so I, I enjoyed Dishonored a lot. I like probably more than most people did. Um... And I saw this as well. I'm like, yo, this is a great premise. I want to see, again, the story, how this is done. Why is he in a time loop? How does he get out of it? Like, what? what basically, I'm intrigued by everything of this. Also, I want to see the um, speedruns. Because the speedruns of this are going to be in, in amazing. If you know how to beat all this, you know, in like two minutes or whatever, or however long it could be. Like, that to me would be awesome to see in the future once this game finally comes out, which I believe... It's supposed to be in May, which also going back to the turnip who is going to not pay his taxes. The due date for that in Steam, which I enjoy so much, is tax evasion day as their due date. <laughs> and I'm like, really? Tax evasion? All right. And so apparently that is May 17th. So I assume that's today the they're going to be using. because That's the last day you can pay taxes in the United States. So there you go. Awesome. That is a good list for sure. For Tuzak, last but not least. What are you looking forward to? So I've got two monster capture games, quote unquote. Necromancer's Gift, which I would more put so in the realm of if you've ever played Shin Megami Tensei type of game. So where you have basically your party and then you're looking at these really cool uh, kind of pixel art monsters, demons, yokais that you can capture and, and then add to your team. I think you have like a four squad. So that one's I'm super excited for. I'm in the Discord. It's very uh, wishy-washy on kind of like when a demo's coming out. I did just get added to the key list. So I'm excited for when I get notified of when that comes out. So Necromancer's Gift, that one looks really cool. Astral Clock Tower Studios is coming out with a game called Crystalla, which is my second game I'm excited about. It's definitely, like you know me, I love the Souls-likes. This is going to be another Souls-like game that comes out. I haven't seen a whole lot on it. It's pretty hush-hush. It was part of a, a convention that we aren't talking about till next week. But it is an all-female studio, so I'm even more excited about that. I just love to play 
some souls like games see how their you know their mindset is going into that route so i'm excited to play that one just been seeing kind of gifs and still pictures it looks really good just something i'm excited for and then uh Cormon is going to have the full game full game coming out which i'm excited for because the demo was already like five plus hours so if i can get you know 15 20 hours from the full game that i was already enjoying super excited to play that one so you know that's it there we go and i am excited for all of the games that you're excited for (laughs) (laughs) i haven't really been looking too hard on on my radar to be honest with you uh i think most of the games that i'm stoked for are coming out in the summer so when we do this big round table again in the next uh in Three months from now, I'll have something to say. I'm just really looking forward to Snacko, which has no release date, but I think is coming out uh, in in summer, I want to say, probably midway through 2021. But um, I do want to say thank you to all of you for being here. This has been fantastic. This is our first big boy podcast. So <laughs> thank, you, thank you all for being here and sharing games that you're playing and games that you're excited for. I appreciate that very much. You're welcome. Yes. All right, so it's time for us to head home. Sorry, I was looking at Cristala's screenshots. I need to get back onto the outline. There we go. Thank you so much for tuning into the Game Raven Review Podcast. I have been Henry J, and you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at SuperHenry64, where I stream indie games every Monday at 7.30 p.m. Bro Tuzak, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Twitch and Instagram at Bro Tuzak, B-R-O-T-U-Z-A-K where I'll stream indie games every Sunday at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And any other day of the week when I have time, I'll be playing whatever and talking about anything. Eric, where can people find you? Yeah, they can find me on Twitter, uh, the underscore Eric underscore web. And yeah, that's pretty much where you can find me because I haven't started streaming on Twitch yet. But when you find me there, you can find me as Nuclear Arachnid whenever I get that up and running. All right, Sam? Um, you can find me pretty much on all social media under Sam said it DFW. And plug your podcast. Oh, all right. <laughs> Humble. Um, also, podcast by pretty much the same name, Sam said it, where you can find on Apple Podcasts and Google and Spotify and all that business. Um, basically, I talk about movies and TV shows. I... Previously talked about the Zack Snyder movie that came out, or redoing of a movie. And then next week, this week, I'll probably talk about Invincible, which is actually pretty fun from Amazon. All right, Sarah. Hello. Uh, you can find me on Twitch at Sarah B. And that is Sarah with two H's, B as in a bumblebee. And then I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at Sarah B Games, but your girl has been taking a little bit of a mental health break lately. So my schedule and my time on social media has been fairly limited. So I'll be lurking in the shadows for a bit, but am supporting everybody else as I can. There you go. Very important things to do for sure. And Taz, where can people find you? Uh, yes, you can find me at TazTDevil3 on pretty much any virtual platform. I do stream on Twitch every Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, each with being each day being their own theme. Uh, so if you find, want to find out what those are, feel free to stop by. 
And as always, you can find everybody who you heard from here today on Twitter and Twitch at GameRavenReview.com, or sorry, at GameRavenReview, and at GameRavenReview.com. We also have a Discord as well. You can chat with us, and we'll chat back at you, and we'll have a great time. Find out more, of course, at GameRavenReview.com. Have a fantastic week, and Pokemon is a good series and makes good games. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Pokemon Snap, let's go! Game Raven, are you game? Game.